This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 29th of April. In your Squiz today, Russia talks tough. COVID restrictions ease in WA. The benefits of in-person brainstorming. And the ultimate easy entertainer recipe. This is your Squiz today. Russian President Vladimir Putin has issued a pretty stark warning to any country planning to intervene in the war in Ukraine that they will face a lightning-fast retaliation. In a comment that hints at the use of ballistic and nuclear weapons, he said that we have all the tools no one can boast of, we will use them if necessary. Claire, it's a big step up in talk and it comes in response to a big step up in the supply of military aids and weapons to Ukraine from Western allies. Yeah, there's been quite a bit that's happened on that front this week. There was a meeting of Western nations in Germany. Germany was one that committed to 50 anti-aircraft tanks to take to the front line in Ukraine. Uh, Overnight, US President Joe Biden has said that he's going to ask Congress to approve $33 billion worth of funding to help Ukrainians fight Russia. That would include $20 billion in military assistance. To give you some sense of perspective, the US have committed about $3 billion at the moment. So it's a lot more weapons that would go to Ukraine. Uh, the United Kingdom's Foreign Secretary has also said that ensuring that Russia is beaten in Ukraine is a strategic imperative for the West, which really elevates it in terms of importance. So that points to a lot more support going to Ukraine. So that's what Putin is pushing up against. While the fighting on the ground continues, there are reports of troops still fighting on in Mariupol. Refugees continue to flee. Human rights lawyer Amal Clooney has again put Russia's alleged war crimes in the spotlight. Yeah, she's addressed an informal meeting of the Security Council of the United Nations. What she said yesterday is that evidence of war crimes needs to be collected and properly stored so that there can be future prosecutions uh, before the International Criminal Court. So certainly what has happened in Ukraine uh, and allegations against Russian forces is still very much top of mind. She said that Ukraine is today a slaughterhouse right in the heart of Europe. Meanwhile, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has been invited to the G20 summit in Bali, which President Putin is also down to attend. It could set up for a very interesting showdown. Back home and Western Australians will be having an especially good Friday mood going on today. Lots of COVID restrictions being eased, Claire. Yeah, as Western Australians wake up this morning, they no longer need to use masks, except if they're in high-risk settings, so on public transport or in hospitals. Uh, Also, density and capacity limits are easing. Close contacts no longer have to go into isolation for seven days. Uh, They can take a daily rapid test and wear a mask away from home. Uh, And also, those from the east, travellers to the state, no longer need to apply 
apply for a G2G pass uh, or have a booster shot to enter the state. So they're big shifts. Uh, Of course, Western Australia has been really living under a lot in the last two and a bit years. uh, And it is really the big sort of first release that they're moving on. Yeah, this now puts the state in line with the rest of Australia in the living with COVID phase. Just in time for Labor leader Anthony Albanese, fresh out of ISO, to head west for his official campaign launch. That's happening this weekend. Prime Minister Scott Morrison is also launching his campaign in WA later next week. The World Health Organization and UNICEF are warning of an increase in preventable diseases like measles and whooping cough. They're warning that a perfect storm of disease is coming, with people getting back out and about after the COVID disruption of the last few years. Yeah, just as we're coming yeah. and getting our heads around COVID, all of these sorts of consequences are going to come to the fore. What the World Health Organization and UNICEF say is that there are 57 preventable vaccination campaigns across 43 countries that were supposed to take place since the start of 2020. That's impacted some 203 million people. And it means that kids haven't been vaccinated against measles. And there's also those diseases like whooping cough, as you mentioned. What it means is that the prevalence of those diseases is on the up. For example, global measles cases are up nearly 80% this year compared to last year. Speaking of jabs and vaccinations, health experts here in Australia are urging people to get the flu jab. They're warning that we're facing a significant flu epidemic as we head towards winter. The ACCC, Australia's consumer watchdog, has been taking a look at the conduct of online retail marketplaces, so think Amazon Australia, Catch, eBay Australia and Kogan. They've got big concerns over data, transparency and competitive fairness. Yeah, fairness is a big thing and you would know it yourself if you go onto one of these online sites and you do a search for a product, it of course spits out a search result and there are preferences of some products over the other. The algorithm uh, takes hold and it makes decisions for you. Uh, What the ACCC says is that that's not particularly fair. It's certainly something that the online marketplaces need to uh, be more transparent with shoppers about, uh, particularly when they're preferencing their own goods uh, over the goods of others. And if you're a seller on those marketplaces too, you need to know where you're going to rank in those search results. The ACCC also want consumers to have more transparency about where and how their data is being used. Lots of consumer data is collected when you use these websites. This is an interesting one, Claire. Lots to be said, of course, about the pros and cons of flexible working, of being able to conduct business via video calls and Zooms. But a new study says that brainstorming new ideas is still something that's best done in person. Best done in person because you have that very personal interaction uh, and you're able to just get a little bit more out of each other. Uh, What these researchers did was ask a group of engineers to come up with a solution to a particular problem. And those who were in the room together were more creative. Uh, those that were doing it over the video conference, they're less likely to let their eyes wander. They're more focused on just concentrating on the face on the computer screen. Uh, and that means that the ideas aren't flowing. 
So next time you're in a meeting and someone is staring blankly off to the left of your head, maybe they're just letting their creative juices flow. That would never happen in our meetings, Larissa, I'm sure. No, I'm hyper-focused, Claire, always. (laughs) Friday lights this week, Claire, chockers with good recommendations. Talk us through this brie and caramelised onion pull-apart bread recipe. Oh, my God. I went to a mate's place. I'm already drooling. (laughs) Uh, Last weekend, just for a quick catch-up and a glass of wine and a chat, and as we were, you know, sort of doing the the over-the-kitchen bench catch-up of what have you been up to, what's going on, um, she had carved up the bread, put the cheese in, put it in the oven, basically got it out, and we were into it. It's just incredible. It's a little bit naughty. I'm not going to even... Pretend that it's something even close to an everyday kind of food, uh, but it is a revelation. I was really impressed. Sounds like the ultimate easy entertainer recipe. Also included this week is a recipe for the ultimate chocolate chip cookie. I've taken note of that one. And if you're looking for a way to shake up your music listening habits, we've got a recommendation for that too. It's all there. Jump into the Squiz Today email. There's also a link to our weekly news quiz. We haven't mentioned that for a while. 10 questions. You can test yourself on the news, see how well you've been paying attention. And yes, we will judge you both on our website too of course. Squeeze the day or across the weekend, Claire, what are you keeping an eye on? Yeah, you mentioned Labor's campaign launch. That's happening on Sunday in Perth. Uh, Also, it was interested to see it's the anniversary of the release of Aretha Franklin's Respect that was in 1967. So you can put that in your playlist this morning. Or as Ali G says, (laughs) R-E-S-T-E-C-P. That's too much for my brain to think about (laughs) this morning. I'm just going to go with the fact that it's also International Dance Day. So you could really go all out with a bit of a... Yeah. of R-E-S-P-E-C-T. It's a good combo. That about wraps us up for the week. We'll be back tomorrow, though, with Ask the Squiz. Any teasers on what we'll be covering, Claire? There's a great question about the negative campaigns that the parties run and whether they're effective uh, and also how the parties are made to be accountable for the promises that they make in the campaign. There were some really good questions this week. Yeah, we've been loving seeing them come in. If you've got a question about the election, the campaign, parties, policies, send it through to hello at thesquiz.com.au. Claire and I go through them on a Saturday morning. That'll be out tomorrow. That's all from us. Have a good weekend. Squiz today. We'll be back with you on Monday.